take courage. Last week, I wasn't here. I went to Michigan and Ohio to visit some friends. But while I was there, there was a sandcastle festival, and I desired to go. Uh, but I also heard that they had an, an, an amateur competition. And I said, I think when it's happening or the next day, I'm going to wish I had done that. So I signed up. Um, and the reality is, you might guess, I didn't know what I was doing. And I felt like I was doing okay, like I'm doing the best that I can. And then afterwards, I saw what everyone else had made. We had five hours. And, and uh, I felt almost a little embarrassed and, and humbled, very humbled, um, by what I had done. But then I, I realized, as I reflected on it, I, I never could have learned what I learned from that experience without doing it. That if I had not put myself out there and gone through it, like risked that whole experience, I never would have learned what I, what I know now. And I'm grateful for that. Peter today had the courage to, to follow his desires and step out to, to leave the safety of the comfortable boat. Well, the safe boat. Because... He desires something more. He thinks that Jesus is out there, and I want to I be where he is. He wants my happiness. I want to go where he's calling me. And Jesus totally supports this. He says very simply, come. Like that desire in your heart, follow it. Yeah, I know it's scary. I know there's difficulties. Come. Courage is not the absence of difficulty or fear. Sometimes we think, oh, courage, you know, you step forward uh, because there's no... It means if you're really courageous, you're not afraid. It's the opposite. You can't, the, in the virtue of courage, you cannot be courageous if there's not a risk. It's like, you know, every guy who's walked up to a girl and said... Do you want to have dinner together? <laughs> like, there's a, people, girls complain, like, guys don't ask me out these days and stuff. It's like, guys are afraid. But, but if you don't risk it, if you don't have the courage to ask, well, then you're never going to receive that blessing of that relationship. That you have to, it doesn't, and there is a risk. She, she might say no, and it's like, okay, and the world keeps turning. It's okay, you know, like, but... I think there's something about that in our society today that we want to stay, stay where it's safe and it's, it's hard. It's hard even to, to meet someone. Like, I, I don't know anybody there. It's like, well, but we have to, how are we going to meet people if we don't take the risk and have courage and, uh, and reach out? And what's, and that's how we grow. Like, in the face of resistance, we grow. Like, when you go to the gym, it's only with the resistance of the weights that we become stronger. And so we almost need to seek out situations that are risky, that are difficult, that are challenging, because that's, that's how we're going to grow. But it's interesting when we start this story, how, how does this whole story begin? How do they even get in the boat? Because Jesus sent them there. 
Here, you guys go on the boat and I'll take care of the crowd. And then Jesus is on the, he's on the mountain, he's praying. But, but is he removed from them? Like, he's on the mountain. Like, well, first of all, he's God. He knows everything. But he's the one who sent them there. And now it's the third watch of the night and the waves are crashing and it's dark. It's like 3 a.m. The fourth watch of the night is like 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. That, you know, it's that time when you and I, we wake up in the middle of the night and our problems seem the biggest. It's, it's also, some people say that, you know, just as 3 p.m. is the hour of mercy when Jesus died, that 3 a.m. is the hour of the evil one who attacks us the most, you know? When we just feel darkness and overwhelmed. And it's precisely in that difficult place that Jesus approaches them. That their willingness to be there that Jesus knows, you could ask, does Jesus know where they're at? Yes. D- does Jesus know where you and I are in the difficult situ- situations in which we find ourselves? Does Jesus know the situation of our world and our politics and all the things that bother us and, and steal our sleep and, and, and steal our peace? Jesus knows all that stuff. And he invites you and I, like Peter, to, to come, to, to step forward, to have courage. Courage it comes from the Latin word core, which is heart. It's to have heart, to not, not let the darkness and the storms and the world steal our heart and willingness to go forward with hope. Uh, Father Dan was telling me this story. It was, it's kind of interesting. Uh, last year... In Phoenix, at his parish, they have a preschool, and he went over there to, it was the first day of preschool, so he's watching the parents drop off their kids, and you can imagine that the first day of preschool can be hard for some people, you know? (laughs) And so this little guy was just, it was just too much. So he's sitting there, and he's crying because he doesn't want his parents to leave, and the teacher says to his parents, like, hey, just kind of go around the corner at least. Then, Then he won't see you and won't be thinking about, but just just step around the corner. And that, that's when Father Dan walked up and he sees these parents kind of like, they're, they're like peeking around, they're like listening and peeking around the corner. And, and meanwhile, that son, the, the son doesn't know that his parents are still there. The son is probably really scared. Like he, he might feel abandoned. Like my parents left me. My, my parents don't care about me. And I think when you and I, when we find ourselves overwhelmed by the waves and the storm, it can feel like God doesn't care. Like I'm going through this difficult time and it feels like he's nowhere to be found. But, but can we ever be somewhere where God is not? The, the fact that we even exist means that God is holding us in his existence. That God is always with us. And, and he might, like those parents, seem far away, but he's always right with us, attentive, waiting for that moment in which we might really need him, and, and he's always right there to, to save us. That the moment that Peter cries out, Lord, save me, it says immediately that the Lord grabbed him. And he, it's the same way for, for you and I. 
Last story. This past week was World Youth Day. You may have heard Pope Francis went to Portugal and there was 1.5 million people there, uh, including some of our students and some of our alumni. There was a young lady, a 16-year-old from Madrid, Spain, named Jimena that wanted to go. But one of the, the problem was two years ago when Jimena was 14, she started losing her eyesight. And now, two years later, she, she can't see. And so she, she desired to go to World Youth Day, which is hard enough with two good eyes. Um, and you're in a crowd of 1.5 million people. Like you're, just, you're not even going to see the Pope, but you're, you are going to be there. But she's like, I desire to go. And she also desired to have her sight back. It's like, God, I want to be able to see, and I believe, I believe you can do this. And so in that desire, she felt like Mary was inviting her to do a novena, you know, a prayer of nine days. And she's like, Mary, you want me to do a novena now? And she felt Mary saying yes. And she's like, okay, so if I do this novena, it'll finish on August 5th. And she's like, August 5th, that's not really like a Marian feast day. So she looked it up and she's like, oh, it's, it is. It's a smaller feast, Our Lady of the Snows. Okay, whatever, I'll pray. So she's praying. So she ends up at World Youth Day. And so on Saturday, August 5th, the last day of her novena, she goes to Mass in this church. She had gone to confession. She goes to Mass. She receives communion. She comes back from communion, looks up, and is able to see the cross and able to see the tabernacle. And then turns, and she sees her friends, but they're two and a half years older from how she remembers them. <laughs> and then later she looks in the mirror, and she's like, I look two and a half years older than I remember. But she was able to see. God can do anything. God invites us. God, God reaches out. God is the one who comes to us. Jesus comes to us in the midst of the storm. And he invites us to have courage and to step out knowing that he's going to be there. And, and Peter, as Peter goes out, like he, he sinks. He gets distracted by the storm and the waves. That when you and I, when we have courage and we put ourselves out there, it's not going to be perfect. Like you can, you can guarantee it's not going to be perfect. But by we being willing to step out, we are perfected. By having courage to step out for the Lord and, and, and invite someone to join your Bible study or, or just start your own Bible study. Invite someone to come to adoration with you. That by doing that, that our faith will increase and we will find that the Lord is with us every step of the way.